Hi, I'm Miles. And I'm Marika. And this is I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Because we don't. Guys, hey, another yeah. mini, another, I mean, I, we call them mini-sodes, but the last one was a half an hour. So you tell me what they are. Um, but we're here. I'm drinking a smoothie. I'm excited. You know, I'm drinking water. I hope everybody had this episode will come out after Christmas. So I hope everybody had an amazing Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, I wish that you did. So yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses, we're looking at we're <laughs> Jehovah's looking at Witnesses you. again. We're looking at you, Marika's not we're looking at you. you. <laughs> looking at you. Okay, don't even celebrate your own birthday. That's weird. Is AF? Okay, we're not going to call our Jehovah's listeners weird. Weird put asses in the seats. You know, everyone likes weird. <laughs> is that a phrase from anything or okay? Yes. Just, okay. These are the episode where we episodes where we answer listener questions. So um you can always send us questions at idkpod at gmail.com. That's our email, or we have our okay. Instagram, idkwhatpod. We'll plug our own socials at the end of the show, but there's a lot of different ways that you can give us our precious questions, which in a weirdly, we've had a lot of. Yeah. Which I love. Like, we haven't had to ask in a while. Yeah. I mean, I just, um, I really love, like, these episodes that we do, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, do, I, do, I mean, I have a question I can ask. Okay. Do it. How do you plan a wedding in the COVID era? Here's how you do it. Okay. Okay. You figure out the people that are most important to you. And then you just do it with those people, probably just family, your best friend, your husband, spouse's significant other's best friend too. And just do it small, intimate at someone's house and like have like, and instead of spending so much money on like guests and shit, just spend it on like decor and food and alcohol and um, just do a WebEx thing or Zoom thing. Don't do Zoom because Zoom, like I saw a Zoom wedding. It was so, it was very lovely. But the, the meeting, the person that was doing it, like kept closing the meet because it was timed. So mm. annoying. We missed the kiss. We missed the kiss. God, it was so nice to meet, like missed. The audio was bad. Mm-hmm. We missed the kiss because the Zoom meeting kept closing because it was like oh my god because nobody wanted so to pay annoying. nobody wanted to pay for this premium Zoom. I guess not. I don't know that. <laughs> I I, just, I use WebEx at work. So so yeah, you <laughs> you have to have a clear tech person. Clear. Oh, someone who knows yeah, what they're doing. Person, yeah. Okay. Good Wi-Fi. You test things out. Audio, all that jazz because we couldn't even hear their vows either. Oh my god. <sighs> so annoying and it's annoying because it was a nice i thought it was a nice wedding because i the bride was so beautiful in her dress like this dress was made like meant for her like it was just so be- it was oh and i just the zoom meeting person tech person killed it killed it killed it sad kind of you know but it's okay but yeah, just like, have it with people way. that you care about and stuff, or maybe don't even have a Zoom meeting. Maybe just like do pictures and like, like hire a videographer, or whatever, to capture the day, and then just send it to people that you care about. Yeah, but you think have it? 
most definitely have okay. it. Okay, but that. make it small and intimate. You know, make it with just like maybe your parents and their parents and like your best friend, his best friend. You know, um, or just your siblings. That's it. Yeah. I'm stealing all these ideas from uh, Morgan Stewart. Okay, she's a host on Daily Pop. I've been following her since her days in Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. I really like her. Um, so yeah, so that's what she did for her second wedding. So, yeah. Her, her her second wedding. Her second marriage. I'm sorry. So that means that she already had the big wedding back in the day and didn't need it a second mm-hmm. time. Yeah. But she she did it very small. Like she didn't tell anybody. She just told like her pa- like only her parents and his parents and like siblings. That's it. Like she didn't tell anyone really. Like friends or anything were invited. Mm. No nobody. Um, and they just did it at, his, at like the his the groom's father's house, which is like Doctor Phil actually. <laughs> so see this. I think that. COVID should be changing things. COVID should be a time where we're shaking everything up. So I would say like you have a little wedding now or, or get eloped, like just something extremely simple. And then in a year you have a one year anniversary party and you treat that like the wedding reception. Mm. And that should be like a new tradition or like a, a new thing that comes out of this where like, oh, in a year we'll be like, there's a headline that's like, Couples that marry during COVID are making one-year anniversaries like the new thing. Like gender reveal things, but not the better. Yeah, but not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, if I do, it's going to be a cake. Yeah, so I would like to see like a two-parter, two-pronged, you know, because with gay, like I look at gay couples, right? Like gay couples could not get married until 2015. So there was a couple I knew who had been dating for a long time and they were like, you know what? It's like, this was a few years before same-sex marriage was legalized. They're like, we've been dating for like this many years, like eight years or something. We're just going to have like this huge party Mm -hmm. to celebrate this relationship. And then when gay marriage was legalized, I think then they had like another like I think they were like, we they had like a smaller thing because like we already had that big blowout. But, you know, gay people had to we had to create completely different traditions because they weren't like, couldn't fit into the typical one. So that's why I think COVID, we should be just thinking outside the box. Mm, yeah. Like, that's a good idea. I like that. Like the older that I'm getting, the more I, I love the idea of a smaller wedding. Cause then I could spend a lot more money on flowers and food also. Mm. And also the vacation, the honeymoon. Yeah. You know, I like, I'm thinking like, but I think if I have a small wedding, I'm, I have to eliminate like the dancing part, you know, cause if I think small, I think about just like, mm. in, like just very close friends and family and we're just having like dinner and drinks and that's really kind of it. I don't really want to have like a reception. I want to have it maybe at a restaurant or something like that or I don't know, but then it eliminates like the daddy daughter, daddy daughter dance, and I'm like, Ugh. would I want that? Would I regret not having that? I don't know. I always think they're kind of weird. They are kind of weird. Like in this day and age, they're always like kind of boring. Yeah. Like they're just kind of boring and like 
it's just like a weird, it's a weird, like the toasts are fun and the eating is fun and the dancing is fun, but then the weird like parent child dance, you're like, okay. Right. It's not the first dance of the couple. It's like this giving you away kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. It's really I think they weird. should just cut that. I feel like we keep like adding more wedding traditions, but I'm like, we got to start cutting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Streamline a little bit. We can't just keep like adding more. But um, do you have a question? I do. Um, <clears throat> uh, this person says, I don't want to take a job just to take a job. What are some red flags with companies and should what should I be looking for? Statement of diversity, representation, charity, component, benefits. There's no industry that we're talking about here specifically? No. So, okay, but it sounds like they want a company that's not like, that actually cares about something. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I interviewed at my company, I asked about like their diversity commitment in the interview. Oh, really? And I got like a very not great answer, Mm. but it was at least like a conversation. Okay. Like it was kind of like the recruiter guy was at my company was just kind of like, oh yeah, that like getting diversity in a creative department is like extremely challenging. And, you know, we tried this, this, but it's really hard and it's tricky. So it was just kind of like this weird answer. But like, I think it's like in this day and age, every company at least should, but a lot of them are trying to be, my company is trying really hard to like be more diverse. They just told us like their whole platform of like where they're going to start like heavily trying to recruit from like HB historically black college and universities. Mm. Um, and they're, we're like building out our intern program more robustly and stuff. So like, I think a lot of companies okay. are trying, so I think it's okay to ask the question about it because like they're trying, like it's a thing on their mind. So if you're interviewing, mm-hmm. you, it's totally okay to ask about it. It shows that yeah. you're, you're, it shows that you're invested in something that they are probably mm-hmm. invested in. Like, I would think about, like, what's important for you to be successful in your job? Kind of, like, think about what you find important in your job to make you feel successful and feel supported. Like, for me, looking back at my previous jobs with, like, the beer industry, like, I always felt like I did not belong. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was this weird kid trying to be cool, and I'm just trying to be successful and someone to help me and that that also can tell like hey I notice that you're really trying okay so that sort of thing I I just I didn't like it like I didn't know so and having this current job with like you know with the school that I work for like I really like working here because there hasn't been a moment where I felt like I was drowning, but I was in a fear of like losing my job, being yelled at. At the beer well, job. Yeah, the beer job was like that. Like at my school that I work at, like didn't have this fear of like losing my job or anything or like not feeling supported or not having the resources and tools available to me to help me like get out of the situation I was in, like, you know, with like work on things that I need to work on, you know, et cetera, like with talking to students and stuff like that. Um, 
you know, I didn't, I never, yeah, I always felt supported and like had a good culture environment too. Another thing I'm thinking about with whatever next career I have is the culture, you know, kind of probably going with diversity and representation. Like at the school that I work at, I don't know one openly gay person at work. But it's in the suburbs. So I bet it's harder to find them. Well, lesbians, maybe lesbians. Out of like over 30 advisors in each region where there's three regions in one floor, there's at least 90 advisors. There's not Mm -hmm. one gay person, not one openly gay person that I know. And it's weird because like, I don't want to ask. It's like, well, why does my sexual orientation matter? But like reputation, representation matters. But after Ride, they were like working on that. And there's a lot of like, trainings that we have to go through as well like the other couple weeks ago we had to go through like sexual harassment training mm-hmm. and how and different ways to approach it um different types of sexual harassment that may seem like it's joking but it's actually not <clears throat> you sound like the video i had to watch where they're like even if it's the, like jokes are sexual harassment and I loved the sexual harassment video I had to watch this year. Like the acting was so good. Wait, was there like an ageism one? Yes, there was. Was it a black woman? That what they were being ageist against? Yes. No, it was a white man. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. Okay. So God, I want to work for a company that just like pounds. Like I love that different companies are making different sexual harassment videos, and it's all the same topic. <laughs> Because acting was really good in mine, too. I really enjoyed yeah. it as well. I really did. Um, actually, in the, one of the videos was the dad from Even Stevens. <gasps> oh, snap. Okay, so you got, like, the big budget one, then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But anyways, just, like, things like that. Like, I looked at um, Crane's business, like, a Chicago-based business publication whatever they do like it every year like releasing like best chicago companies to work for and they have three different categories like diversity Mm. benefits pto um how many women are in upper management or you know type of thing or on the board or whatever crap um so they look at that ranking too and just like cranes yeah cranes business that's cool just um just look at that and like red flags i would feel like are Look at Glassdoor and stuff. You know, people people rate companies now. Yeah, Glassdoor is good. I would piggyback, like, I think the Cranes thing, which I'd never heard of, seems amazing. Glassdoor. And then I would say also, like, if you are curious about a workplace, you can go on LinkedIn, find someone that works there, and you can message them. Mm. Like people have messaged, people have messaged me about working at the companies I've worked at and they're like, Hey, I'm also like a copywriter or I'm also a creative and advertising. And I want to know like, what is McGarry Bowen like, or what is CK like? And I just like tell them. And then, you know, they usually ask me a number of questions and I answer their questions, but like, I always help out strangers that reach out to me on LinkedIn. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have one more question. Okay. I think we have some, some decent advice. Um, how do you respond to extended family saying, I love you? Oh my God, that is so good. That's such a great question. I just say I love you back, even though I don't mean it. 
just to just it's not a necessary conversation to have um you know when i don't clearly care about you i don't know your when your birthday is you know you don't know when my birthday is um you know obviously i don't want you to die because then my cousins won't have a parent you know type of thing um like my cousin my cousin lives in chicago have we hung out no, she's lived here for years and we haven't hung out yet. Mm-hmm. So, no. Are we going to? Probably not. You know, but it's, it's so awkward, though, when they do say that. I'm like, oh, God. I don't know. Or like when friends were certain people, like, I like, or like acquaintances of like, like a friends of a friend, like, like, for example, like Joanna's like best friend that comes over sometimes, like, will say, I love you. And I'm like, I'll say it back. And I'm like, I don't really. I really like you. But I, do I, I feel love like you? that seems like a situation that as a woman, you would be finding yourself in more because guys, even yeah. gay guys don't say I love you, but I can see girls doing that. Oh my God. It's annoying. <laughs> I don't say that to people when I'm leaving the house that I don't hang out with. Yeah. I say I that would. to the, my best friend that I'm leaving mm-hmm. because I love them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't throw, I love you willy nilly. Like, Oh, just, just everywhere. Like, no, 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 no. What about without the I? Love you. Love no. you. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> no. Yeah, what's wrong with bye? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with bye. Goodbye came from God be with you. Okay? And that is a nice enough thing to say. Mm-hmm. And if you guys didn't know that, let that blow your mind. <sighs> Okay, because people, when they stepped out of someone's house in like 1402, they could get killed by uh, anything. <laughs> anything. So we had to say, God be with you, so they could like have some safety when they like walk to their shack. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. God, that's such a good question. I mean, so the answer is say, I love you too, and it's a lie. Yeah. Which is, yeah. And it's a lie. It's fine. It's so fine. Like four so, syllables. Yeah. And it's okay. Or just, just say, say just say Illy. <laughs> just say Illy. <laughs> love you like a sister. And then they're like, what does Illy mean? You're like, it means I love you. So you're really not saying it. You're just defining. <laughs> or just don't say anything. Just hug them and don't say anything at all. That's, I think, worse. To be like, oh, and hug them is like <laughs> that pause is pregnant and ready to give birth. To that awkward turtle. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't get over how good that question is. Okay, well, do you want to move on to like our where we ask each other questions? Yes. So this is the kind of the end of the mini sode already, I know, and we ask each other, we close by asking each other a question. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you need to be in the mood for sex? Oh, uh, my, we, oh my God. <laughs> I have to like talk about this right now. Yeah. Why? Uh, I'm trying to get better at sex. Okay. Let's start there <laughs> to get me in the mood. I don't like having sex. Um, 
late at night because I'm a morning person. I'm not a night person. I, I have okay. very little energy at night. And especially if I, I dread the situation where it's like late at night and we've been drinking uh-huh. because then sex to me feels like this huge task. Cause I'm like fighting my tired drunken body. And I really don't, I, I want to be fresh and awake and have energy. And then that to me, that's how it's going to be fun. Okay. So I really like sex in the middle of the day. Okay. Honestly, because the morning, I'll do the morning is nice too. But the morning, I like I uh, when I wake up, like I'm a I wake up hungry and I really like eating immediately. Okay. Um. So I have to fight that urge to be like, okay, Miles, like you aren't gonna get to eat for like a, an hour or something. Or the middle of the day, you're just like it has that spontaneity and that energy, and you're like, what? It's four thirty. Like let's like I really like middle of the day. And I don't really need much beyond that to like get in the mood because I mean, I'm attracted to my boyfriend. So <laughs> it's like not hard to. Yeah. Like instantly he touches you. Like he just pokes you. I'm like, Oh, I am like already yeah. like aroused. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's not difficult. I think that like, I definitely think I have to get in a certain mood to top mm-hmm. is, okay. is helpful because I think for like, cause having a bottoming as a gay man are so different. Mm-hmm. Um, the roles are so different. So I think as like a, t- to get in the top mood, I have to kind of like get, I have to like create a little bit of like an ego. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm very egoless as a person, but I have to be like, Oh, I'm running. I'm running things right now. Running. Like, I am running this circus. <laughs> like, and I'm mm-hmm. like the head bitch in charge. Like, I think I have to like, I try to get a little bit more of that energy, which like makes it more fun. Mm. Instead of being like, Oh, what? what do you want to do? I'm like, this is what we're doing. Like you have to, I have to be a little bit more dominant. Ooh. Which is like weird for me, but it is. It's, it's like helpful with like getting in the mood. Marika, do you have an answer to your own question? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, it's the person and I'm probably always in the mood. Um, unless I'm like right. stressed or I need to be working, I, like, please don't bother me. I need to be working right now. Like, no. Like, unless I'm, like, super stressed out during the day. Um, But morning, wonderful. Evening, wonderful. In the middle of the day, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay? I don't think we actually do that enough. Or I don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. Having sex in the middle of the afternoon. Because we eat around that or should say stop saying we um (laughs) (laughs) i been routinely like just eating in the afternoon like breakfast type item and then you mean like after lunch like in a post-lunch world yeah like brunch (laughs) okay so eating in the middle of the day what everyone does Right, but like, but, but you are saying that you have sex in the middle of the day, and I, I don't think I do that. And I, yeah, I mean, like sometimes, but yeah, like, like the last time it was like at four thirty or something on like a Saturday. Oh, we've done that. That's the middle of the day, though. That's like early evening. Okay, yeah, but it's not like midnight. No, it's not. You know, that's what I really don't want to do is like midnight one a.m. type of shit. I really like waking up early in the morning and mm-hmm. just grinding on each other a little bit like can't stop right now <laughs> oh my god 
yeah. Anyways, I just I really like for some odd reason like the morning light coming into the room, uh, and like in my mind thinking like, oh my gosh, we're up early, and we could have more sex throughout the day. That's very exciting. Like I don't have to go home yet. Like I could have more sex after this session. <laughs> See, I've never done it multiple times in a day. Oh my gosh. I've never done that. Yeah, I think I do it because it's just like pent up for so long sometimes. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I was in a relationship with someone, we would probably do it every day or every other day. <gasps> that yeah. sex every day? Miles, keep in mind that a penis and, and a vagina were designed to fit. I know, but like... Designed I... to fit. I've had sex while watching TV. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess if it's like that simple and like... It is! Prep. Yeah, but like... It, I'm thinking about the guy's perspective too. Like... Because if you're having an orgasm every day, sometimes it's nice to have it build up over a few days. And it leads to a better orgasm if you wait a little bit. You could edit this out or keep it. Okay. But I've made someone come four times between two days. Well, well a night. But were they and a all? Day. No, yeah. I mean, that's possible. But were they all like an amazing orgasm for him? Yeah. Or is it like diminishing that's returns? I'm wondering if it's diminishing he, returns. I okay, so he's finishing on me. Uh -huh. I can feel the trajectory or whatever. Uh-huh. How it lands on me on my body and where it's landing. Right, so like it's landing far from where he's originally standing. I and know. It's good. Yeah. That yeah, good. it's good. That's true. So I mean, that was a science experiment that somebody did in eighth grade science class. I remember that was like their project. They Who did them. that? Nobody. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. What? Oh my god. They really expelled. Um, but like, you know, the first time was like, okay, yeah, and then the second time, I'm not really sure because it happened in my mouth. So right. But according to him, it was, you know, he finished well. Mm -hmm. And then, what was the third time? Maybe it's fourth. Oh Wait, yeah, no. And the and then the third time was in the morning, um, when we woke up. So, and that felt strong. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth time, yeah, I, I felt like it went like kind of everywhere, a little bit. Not everywhere, everywhere, but yeah. Well, hit the ceiling fan, and then that kind of splattered it. Yeah. I mean, I'm keeping this all in. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. They probably stopped listening anyways. So. Oh, I remember my question. Hmm. What do you think about Taylor Swift's new album? What's it called? Evermore? Okay. Are you kidding me? Don't. <laughs> I'm like, fairy tale. Something. F you. It's for, not fairy tale. Okay. It's for, more whimsical, forestry storylines. She jumps into a piano. She jumps into a piano bench. 
you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> right now. I am dying inside by the things that you're saying. <laughs> like, how dare you be so casual with the Bible being re-released? Yeah, with <laughs> yeah, not the Bible, but how casual with this like work of art. Right. Okay. <laughs> Like, just, like, the imagery and the lyrics are just so, like, so great. And um, I just, 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 oh, just so good. Like, and it just really shows, like, how you can be so creative in, like, a time of, like, crisis. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and how, you know, you're taking advantage of the solitude moment in your life. So, yeah, um, very, very exciting. We, us Swifties are, like, very excited. Like, it's just, it's a very exciting time for Swifties right now. Swifties, are, Swifties are eating. They are we well are, fed. Yeah, but I'm also, like, um, Masters? You're, 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 you're still working on those masters, right? Still working on that. Hmm? Please, please, please. <laughs> like, we need them. I need them. I, I love these two albums. I can't get enough of them. I can't, I just, oh, God. It's so good. And, like, yeah, it's just, like, such a grown-up albums for her and stuff. And, like, yeah, I just can't just can't get enough i can't great time for swifties right now great fucking time um miles have you listened to the album no okay okay well that's our episode we always end on a taylor swift story um <laughs> apparently the last <laughs> apparently apparently there's been so many things happening with her yeah and you know i love her like i'll be a swifty for life no matter what she does to be honest I'll not always agree with her because um, the whole like Kanye thing I kind of don't agree with. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you unconditionally love someone, you love them even when they're wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm not putting her on a pedestal. Like, that's weird to me. A lot of Swifties do that. I'm like... Oh, yeah. That's like stan culture. Stanning is like they can do no wrong. No. What's that like called? That. They've... they've they, um. They've reached their imperial. I think it's like when an artist is in their imperial period or something. Mm. I think it's called imperial. It means that like like BTS is in that right now. Like whatever BTS releases, no matter how bad or good the quality, it will be a hit. Yeah, no. Because like artists, if yeah, they get probably popular, Taylor's not at that point. But like yeah. for example, that me song with Brandon, whatever. Mm-hmm. I. It's okay. Yeah. It's fun. And I liked hearing it when she was writing it. Like, like, oh my God, you're so cute and stuff, you know? And yeah, but I'm just imagining her with like a pencil in her ear and she's like, Come on, kids. Spelling is fun. Yeah. Let's no. put that in there. Um Okay, well you guys can send us questions at idkpod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Or to, you know, like our Instagram that people like follow um, at IDK what pod. I'm at UG Fine, which is U-G-H-H-H-H-H-H Fine. And then I'm at Mad and then there's Hate behind it, H-A-Y-T-E.
Okay, that's it. Marika didn't ask me about, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race premiering on New Year's Day, but, well. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, so. Um, um, you guys, I, happy, I guess this is after Christmas, so happy New Year. Happy New Year, we in 2021, which is weird to say. Yeah. I'm, but we're ready for that future. We are so ready. And, and no one has ever been more ready than everyone entering 2021. Right. Okay, bye. Stay safe. Bye. A penis and a vagina were designed to fit.